Hey guys, it's Kim and Esmeralda here with our second episode of Staying Grounded. In this episode, we will be discussing Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, I'm working, we're kidding. Um, we're going to be spilling the tea about Miss Rona and quarantine. Stay tuned. <laughs> Warning. This podcast may contain sensitive topics and perspectives which may not align with your personal beliefs. But remember... Our goal here today is staying grounded. So, as I'm sure most of you know, the U.S. is currently leading in coronavirus cases. I have some new information from the CDC, new meaning as of July 25th. So, currently in the U.S., there are 4,024,492 cases as of today, the 25th. And this is up 72,219 from yesterday. And in regard to the amount of deaths, there have been 143,868 deaths as of July 25th. And this is up over 1,000 from yesterday. And, you know, we're still on the upward climb and there's just a lot going on in regard to the virus. There's a lot of debate regarding masks. Um, A lot of people are just talking about life in quarantine and they're sick of it. So, you know, Esmeralda and I really thought that this is an important topic to discuss for a bit. So first, I think we should talk about masks since that's just like the main hot topic. Yeah, a lot of debate on whether or not you should be wearing a mask, the importance of a mask, if it's effective or not in combating coronavirus. And yeah. I think, Kim, you have some statistics about it so I, I do have some stats you know <laughs> we like we like to research here in a recent study published by health affairs they looked at mask mandates in 15 states and they found out that after five days the daily growth rate slowed by 0.9 percentage points and i know that doesn't seem like a lot but it really is when you take into account the fact that people are dying and then mm-hmm. the fact that this is being spread the fact that it's slowed in general just shows, you know, yeah, people need to be wearing their masks. Um, there are different types of masks. There's the N95, there are surgical masks, and there, what I think most people use are the cloth masks just because mm-hmm. you can make them yourself and people are selling them. Those are just everywhere. I was just going to say, there's just have been so many studies regarding the, like, the effectiveness of masks and that all healthcare profession like professions are rec- like recommending that you should be wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like the CDC, like the government. I feel like lately the CDC has been like associated to the government. So it's mm-hmm. not just them saying that you should be wearing a mask. It's like actual healthcare doctors and scientists who've done yeah. studies on these that are saying like this is one of the best methods to fight coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to the type of masks, again, most of us wear cloth ones. Now, I guess a fun fact, but not that fun, I don't know, <laughs> is that cloth ma- the cloth masks actually do not protect you from the virus. Like, if someone's near you without a mask and they have corona and they're within the six feet and they cough, you can still get it even though you're wearing a mask. The point of wearing cloth masks is so that if you yourself have the virus, you are not passing it on to anyone when you cough and sneeze and mm-hmm. expel liquids from your nose or mouth, you know? But I feel like it all comes... I know people are talking about, like, 
um, this idea of their rights being infringed, but yeah. you gotta think about it. I think like bare bones, like your inconvenience of wearing a mask versus like saving your own life and other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't see where the debate is. Exactly. But people really are fighting it. Debate. Like, there's freaking protests about it. At yeah, I know. Michigan. Like Michigan was having a lot, and the fact that like, real quick, let's tie it back to our previous podcast about BLM. Mm-hmm. The fact that in those protests, I saw images of people wielding guns and just carrying it around, like, oh, we have rights. It, it can be our right not to wear a mm-hmm. mask. And again, the fact that people had guns, but we're not thrown tear gas at, in contrast to, you know, peaceful Black Lives Matter protests, and they get tear gassed. Then they get, like, I don't know. I just feel like the media, the government, definitely misconstruing a lot of things that go on. Here. People want to say that they can't see privilege. Here's an example. You know, go into conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Since we're talking about people against it, well, there's been a lot of information coming out for people to be questioning the whole situation with coronavirus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning, when Corona first started, like it was framed as just this virus affecting the Chinese. And mm-hmm. I definitely think that our president had a lot to do with that. The fact that he called it the Chinese virus was very problematic. Um, ignorant, very ignorant. Very ignorant, period. <laughs> and I think that led to like a lot of, you know, discrimination, prejudice, racism in many cases, like against mm-hmm. the Asian community. I saw it like, you know, at college and just like in videos on social media. And yeah. I don't know, it's just really disheartening, the ignorance of some people. And being that he's the president, his yeah. his voice in in the matter obviously is gonna influence how other people see this virus. So I think once like framing it as like a Chinese virus creates this idea that like me, an American, can't be affected. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people in the beginning didn't really see it coming over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was on our fault as a nation that we didn't do take the necessary steps or preparations to yeah i definitely think that if we prepared earlier it wouldn't have gotten Mm -hmm. this bad which is is already really political because like a lot of Mm -hmm. debate on how his campaign and his administration has handled the whole situation and in regards to his administration and talking about like how he's dealing with it with dr anthony Fauci, who's like the head the point man yeah Um, i see him on the news like every day they're always talking (laughs) to him I, but the fact that he's now like out of the the discussion with the mm-hmm. president. Well, didn't he just hold like a meeting, like a a, a press conference or something regarding like p- future plans about coronavirus? Fauci or Trump? Trump and like he didn't like Dr. Fauci wasn't there. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I know that like the Congress was having like a congressional hearing, mm-hmm. and Trump banned the CDC's um, director, Robert Redfield, from speaking at the hearing um, about, it was about schools and schools reopening. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just thought that was a bit, like, problematic. Like, why why are you banning these people who are supposed to, you know, be doctors and mm-hmm. scientists and know all this stuff about the virus? Like, why are you barring them from speaking at something so important? But I think... Going back to the whole our conspiracies point mm-hmm. with Dr. Fauci, there's been a lot of accusations against him mm-hmm. in 
how he's been talking about coronavirus and whether or not he's having the best interest of everyone. Again, we're not saying that we fully agree with these statements. We're just putting them out there. Yeah, we're just we're just laying out some conspiracy theories for y'all. <laughs> so one of the biggest things I think that went really viral on social media regarding coronavirus and it being a conspiracy is a documentary called Plandemic. Mm-hmm. With the wait, the fact that like with this whole thing, the fact that at first everyone was framing it as you know this Chinese virus when it could have mm-hmm. been us that started it. That's the thesis. That is the two. But basically, it's around this one former, uh, how do you say that? Virologist? 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 Well, yeah, that word. Um, Dr. Judy (laughs) Mitzkovitz. She's, I don't know, heard a lot. Literally, I feel so bad. I'm not pronouncing anything right right now. But she's basically having a conversation, at least from the clip I saw, it was like, 10 minutes with this interviewer talking about first Dr. Fauci um, in leading the HIV pandemic and AIDS pandemic earlier on and then how coronavirus may like, well she claims that it started here in Fort Detrick and then was sent off to Wuhan was stating that the virus was manipulated with at least SARS mm-hmm. they think and that's how whether or not deliberate or uh, accidentally was you know spread out to the globe I heard, I heard some conspiracies that like the U.S. started it and, and sent it to China as like a method of like warfare because things were already tense between the U.S. and China especially mm-hmm. with like you know Trump being president and even recently in the news, like, making headlines of how, I don't know, I forget the city, but some city in China, like, closed down their embassy, their U.S. embassy. But that's also in response to the U.S. closing down the Chinese embassy in somewhere in Texas. <laughs> so it's just, like, a lot going on. Potential yeah. World, World War Three again? Remember that was a thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. uh we should talk about the media in one of our next episodes. Yes, we definitely need to talk about the media. So many issues with that. How yeah. much can you trust them? How much can you trust anyone? Honestly, the Honestly. number of coronavirus cases are being underrepresented. Did I say that right? Underrepresented. Yes, yeah. period. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the reason for this is, you know, one, lack of testing in certain areas. Um lack of like healthcare and things for minority groups. When you have the freaking president say that we should slow down testing mm-hmm. because then it will show more cases. I you feel like cases? that Yeah, it'll show less cases yeah. if we slow down testing. Literally that statement in itself is just That's so dumb. The, and that's I think such an issue because people actually believe that. They believe that if mm-hmm. we slow down testing then there wouldn't be any more cases just another issue of ignorance i feel like every podcast is going to be like this when we talk about a person it's just like ignorance 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 and like what can we do except try to educate them if they listen Mm -hmm. they listen if they don't they don't um the fact that also the like trump had the u.s lead the world health organization which is like this major major like organization across the world (laughs) 
<laughs> regarding health. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, you didn't know? But essentially, it's really important because, like, you know, a lot of countries come together and they, you know, try to make advancements in regards to, like, mm-hmm. many things. Right now, obviously, they're working on corona and they have, like, a lot of important global resources. Um, some speculate this, uh, that this is, like, a distraction technique. Um distracting everyone from how many cases the U.S. currently has as well as like everything with like Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. I don't really know I just think he's kind of dumb uh it just uh, shows like what we were talking about earlier how he's like somewhat cutting ties from the CDC yeah and then now from all these physicians all these scientists all these people who are supposed to know best and the fact that the World Health Organization is of all these countries coming together to you know fight a global pandemic and you one of the le- the, the leading country <laughs> mm-hmm. with coronavirus is stepping away from them exactly makes a statement in itself let's delve into the future of schools mm-hmm. um so going back I to know, college i, I want to explain a little bit what my college is doing just so it's like some perspective mm-hmm. like the information you're going to leave with so I was about to say where I would go, but I don't want to spread yeah. that information. <laughs> but basically, they're having like a hybrid situation. Some classes yeah. online, some in person. Then there's also social distancing within in-person classes. And that they're trying to space out classes like with a large enough gap mm-hmm. so that there isn't a lot of people walking around. My school's doing something similar. Like, it's definitely a hybrid Mm-hmm. Um and testing is also going to be regular, a regular yeah. thing to do. Which is interesting. I have to get tested when I go back on campus. No, those tests kind of scare, scare me, like how far yeah. they, they go. But there are different kinds of tests I learned. There's one in the throat. There's mm-hmm. one like all the way back in your nose. And there's one yeah. that's like at the tip of your nose. Um, So don't be too scared like I was. I didn't get tested, but. um, I, It just got me really weird because I got like someone sent me an article about how. Yeah. <laughs> That coronavirus testing kids were being contaminated with coronavirus. Yes. So I was like, what the fuck? Literally, again, these conspiracies are constantly being spread. We don't know what to believe, but we're trying to give you guys our best, you know, gathered opinion slash facts, question mark. Again, you know, guys, (laughs) fact check us because we are not the news all right, back to schools opening. Go ahead, Kim. <laughs> um, currently, there is no, like, national plan in regards to school opening. Again, I think I mentioned earlier the fact that there was a congressional hearing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly when it was. Bad with dates. Sorry. But I do know that the CDC director, Robert Redfield, came out recently, and he said that he'd be fine in letting his grandchildren return to school. And I'm just like... You're- I just hope they come visit you, sir. I hope they come get visit you. Because, I don't know. Honestly, a lot of uh, government officials have been saying, like, oh, they're not fine, or oh, they're fine. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know his name or what official this is, so I feel like you have to take, you have to take me by my word. But um, there was this one um, government official, and he said that he would not be fine in sending his, like, person like mm-hmm. sorry his person his child um back to school so his child will be staying home but he wants to open the schools like for everyone mm. else to go back like isn't that i don't know it just it just 
doesn't sit right with me. And there was this news article. It was by Fox News, but it was like aired. So like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Listen to how problematic this is. So they said, and I quote. In Washington state, education officials are considering letting students go back to school on the basis of their race. Non-white kids will get to go back first, while white students will be ordered to stay home until the virus subsides. Now, you may have thought that plans like that were eliminated with the Brown versus Board of Education decision 65 years ago, but no, it's all coming back. I'm sorry. What did I what? just read? Like, this... <laughs> cannot be real i'm living in a simulation like but why should it be coming back that's the problem i know in philly currently the plan is to have schools reopen but mm-hmm. it will be two days of in-person learning and then three days online and i think for kids with like you know special needs those days and hours are adjusted for more days in school because they will need that extra instruction but i definitely do think that there's still problems with this even though like desks mm-hmm. will be spaced out like how can you guarantee that a child will always be wearing their mask um what if yeah. a child does end up getting sick I definitely like it is proven I don't know who proved it but it's proven <laughs> that children get so sick at school like they're just all up in each other's business you cannot be expecting these preschoolers mm-hmm. to you know be at their table and sitting you know alone I was just going to mention how, like, Betsy DeVos, she was talking about how, like, kids, direct quote, kids need to be back in school and school leaders across the country need to make plans to do just that, which I understand, like, you know, we want to educate our youth, mm-hmm. but to put them at a certain risk, I don't, again, this is what I'm about to say is, like, I don't really know how it went yeah. down or, like, what she said specifically, but I remember people, like, putting a quote out saying like how if kids go back to school like this is the amount of kids like percentage wise that could pot like potentially die from coronavirus or spread oh, wow. it and cause people to die I don't remember like again don't like quote me on this mm-hmm. but she was just like she just didn't she kind of brushed that by like it was just this small mm-hmm. nuance to this is like bigger issue of not having kids go back to school I saw something like kids are you know less likely to die from the virus or whatever Mm -hmm. so meaning like it's okay if they get it but like again the whole thing is with spread like even though I can get it and be fine like I could spread it to like my parents or just like any old person in my life you know so but there have been kids who've passed away exactly and I think in again I think it's Texas there were five cases where I think it was babies that contracted the virus which is very sad to think about these are like the top states in the U.S. right now who have like the most all the sun cases. All the sun. And there's California, which kind of makes sense because of how large mm-hmm. the state is. Florida, Texas, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, Georgia, Arizona, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Louisiana, and I'll just stop at Tennessee. Where are you getting this uh, data from? And this is from the CDC. This is like their tracker is this thing. Current? Yeah. That's as of really right weird because, like, literally, I was watching the news yesterday and no, there were no like states in the Northeast that were highlighted except for Connecticut. Like, Massachusetts wasn't up there and neither was um, Pennsylvania or New York. Like, it wasn't 
Only the most, so, like, like, southern tastes were. Looking yeah, at, like, the, the coloring thing, sorry. I know you're not looking at it right now. We're not, like, like a dark color, <laughs> a dark orange. Okay. <laughs> we're, like, in that in-between of yeah. a dark orange. It makes sense, because we, we just got past the red phase, right, mm-hmm. in July, or going into green phase. But New York has, like, they're pretty, like, the the states with the highest, like, concentration of color, which I'm assuming... Mm-hmm. Equ- like equates to like bad Corona. <laughs> um, is New York, Florida, Illinois, Texas, California, and New Jersey. Mm. I'm just concerned. There's a lot of new people <laughs> from New Jersey at my school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, uh... <laughs> stay safe. Hopefully, they wear their masks. You know, stop the spread. Yeah. Speaking of stopping the spread, I think we should take some time to discuss like what we can do, which I. I guess we've already been hitting at that the whole um, podcast. Mask on, wear your mask. Mask Please on. wear. Don't take it off. A mask on. Don't Ay. take it off. <laughs> so besides keeping your mask on, you can you know only go out when you need to. I think it's okay to visit friend friends, but just um be mindful of the situation at hand and what's going on going on. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loki, it's it's kind of difficult lately, and so just keeping that in mind that a lot of people aren't wearing masks, even I if know. you choose to. So when I was at the beach, like I find that like the most weirdest place to go during this time because no one's wearing a mask mm-hmm. unless you're on the boardwalk, and even then, most people aren't. But like being, imagine being in the water and like you're just so close yeah. to some people. I'm like, I'm like just trying to swim away from people. This kind of low-key reminds me of a video that's been going around of these two guys. I think they were in New Jersey. I'm not really sure. Maybe California. They're, like, walking around, giving like, having free masks to hand out. And people are denying them. They're like, I'm good. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> and I don't know. It, it, again, I don't know how much I talk about either. Oh, them giving you a mask? Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's nice. But also, you don't know them. And, like, they could have considered. Like, I feel like that's so... It's kind of like I, someone giving out free candy. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think it was just this, like them trying to be like people who weren't ma- wearing masks. But like, um, would you like a mask? I I don't think they were like, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the reason. I think some people were just saying no because they didn't believe in masks. Oh, that's but, yeah, yeah. So anyway, keep a mask on. Social distance mm-hmm. as much as you can. Social, six feet apart, you know. Keep your hands away from your face, and your mask definitely does help with that. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, your mask is is beneficial in so many ways besides preventing, you know, you mm-hmm. from getting corona or, like, spreading corona. Um, you know, it can hide your blemishes. You don't have to wear your makeup. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I noticed when I went shopping is that, like, I can make faces at someone and they don't notice. Like, you know, you don't have to do the awkward smile anymore. Like, you really don't. Like, you know how you see someone <laughs> and you, like, awkwardly smile? You don't have to do that because you can't see. So there's just so many benefits to wearing your mask. And it can be a fashion statement. Like, I oh, love it. Also, <laughs> the last thing you can do is if you have any symptoms present, go get tested immediately. Or if you know someone who got corona and you were recently in contact with them, get tested period and then stay in quarantine and watch some netflix kissing a lot of two came out 
I'm ashamed to say I watched that. Um, and... You watched it? <laughs> I, I need to watch it. Was it good? Was it good? Um, it was, like, cheesy, but, like, good cheesy. Honestly, it's, like, the same with the first one. Again, ashamed to, ashamed to say I haven't even watched that. I, it's so, okay. I'm going to watch it, too. Look, the acting is just so when is horrendous. It not? When is it not? Pain. You know... Mm-hmm. we're all in quarantine and quarantine is a good time to be ha- having these conversations watching these shows it's chill so basically don't get depressed during quarantine you know um, <laughs> yeah because like people can control that <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean you can do things to help you avoid falling into that pit obviously mm-hmm. talk to people you know don't isolate yeah. yourself even further mm-hmm start a new hobby or you know learn something i have been touching up on my spanish i've also um what about i've been kind of trying to learn korean but not really so let me not try to flex it yeah so you know i've been watching k dramas and uh that's not a hobby i guess um it's nice to do though (laughs) yeah that's the reason why i was trying to learn korean k dramas let me just plug them real quick like they make love looks so like it is special obviously and I feel like it's just once you watch it you realize how America kind of treats love but I feel like that's very physical yeah we can discuss something like that and later in a more you know laid-back podcast yeah another key to staying healthy physically and mentally during quarantine is meditate and stay active um Yep, going to the home gym in your room or basement. There are a lot of home exercises <laughs> you can do. I, like, in the beginning of quarantine, I feel like I did a lot more exercising. I used to look up YouTube videos, and I would do, like, these dance. It was, like, African dance workout, and I'd be like, yes, get it. And I was really <laughs> getting into it. Um, <laughs> I was trying to improve my dance skills while also, you know, For TikTok? Active. Yes, but no, <laughs> just in general now just come at me um but yeah okay, tiktok is low-key workout tiktok dances are low-key a workout period i remember this one time i literally <laughs> spent two hours doing the dance not because oh, i didn't gosh. get it like i just wanted to look nice and uh-huh. the next I woke up sore in some parts and i'm like stop playing <laughs> stop playing i was like i'm a slimmer slimmer way <laughs> Huh? I'm sorry. I keep seeing all these like ads on Instagram, like TikTok ads, but like, do you want a slimmer waist, <laughs> a bigger waist? Check out my um the link in my bio or some shit. I'm like, dude, dude, dude. Um, there was like this thing that I saw on TikTok on like how to like I guess lose weight, and it was like this. I don't know how to explain it over a podcast, but it's like you're kind of like crunching your body while standing, but also like thrusting in different directions. And, like, I don't know. I'm going to try to do it now for, like, 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. I was doing it last night. And, like, low-key, it is, like, a core. I can see how it's a core thing. But You're it's probably like just, fun. like, flexing your muscles. Yeah, but, like, doesn't that help build muscle? Um, it it's helps. More than, it's yeah. more than flexing. It's, like, you're, like, moving to, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, when you're like contracting your muscles and also incorporating yeah movement. that's any exercise <laughs> contracting your but muscles it's and fun and movement. they like they were doing it to like music and i was like wow and i was doing it and i was like yes <laughs> six pack tomorrow i know right six pack like 
but I feel like we were talking about like quarantine. Let's just give a moment for you know a little mental health talk. I know we talked mm-hmm. about depression, which was like, lucky we yeah. it was treated too much of a joke at the first point. It's you know it definitely is a serious thing because mm-hmm. I mean I don't know about Esmeralda, but like me sometimes I fall into those pits like very often. It happens to me. And I joke about it. Um, usually, I kind of isolate myself because I like to deal with my problems on my own, which for some works, but I feel like for most, it's important to, again, like have someone you can talk to. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to stay in contact with people and just to have something to do just so that your mind your mind doesn't fall into like a dark place. Yeah, reaching out quarantine. to people. Yeah. Also, just understanding that like if you don't feel like... Maybe you never felt like those little pits and then you start to feel yeah. them in quarantine or have already felt them in quarantine. It's just, oh, I feel like that's like a more communal experience mm-hmm. by the fact that we're all stuck in this strange situation. I don't think any of us has actually yeah. experienced a global pandemic before. And if you have, wow. <laughs> How old are you? Just understanding, like, especially what's been happening within quarantine, like, not only coronavirus, mm-hmm. but the Black Lives Matter movement, you yeah. know. The f- also, the- one thing for me, like, or at least a, a feeling that I kind of have is just, like, the feeling of now I'm kind of used to quarantine and I don't want to talk to anyone. So, again, it kind of mm-hmm. goes back to isolating yourself. And to an extent, it's fine. Like, you should be, you should feel okay to, you know, be alone and, like, mm-hmm. entertain yourself, you know, watching shows, learning something new. That should be fine. You shouldn't force yourself to like talk to anyone friendships should be easy and mm-hmm. yeah i you don't, don't have to be every day yeah you but... don't have to be overly consistent like mm-hmm. consistency doesn't make you reliable or a good friend it just says that you're available a lot of the yeah. time <laughs> because and this is also a great time to spend with your family like i definitely feel like yes ne- especially when it's going back to college or having been away at college like this you can like you were in a whole different state so mm-hmm this is like the perfect time to kind of fortify the uh, fortify fortify yeah i don't know why it sounds weird when i said it but um those relationships with your family members definitely just take this time to do you you know time to like work on yourself like things that you didn't think you could do do them a person Mm -hmm. you didn't think you could become become it like like work on yourself and truly like leave quarantine feeling better yeah about yourself your decisions like you know forgive yourself for any of your past mistakes and it's definitely a time of self-exploration I feel like and that can again trigger some you Mm -hmm. know downfalls but it also is a time for healing as you were talking about yes yes um I feel like low-key Corona is kind of a be- a blessing in disguise. In disguise, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, again, how much time we have that we can use to be productive, which some of us aren't, which is why I think that a lot of people have a, a problem. With yeah, being I definitely. I honestly, one of my biggest issues in the like not in the beginning, because in the beginning everyone's like, oh yeah, like no school, no nothing. Yeah, just chilling. Um, like the like, middle kind of. Yeah, Thinking. you just feel like, like, before, like you have no purpose. Like, yeah, like I was like, I was okay with being a bump, but then it was like, damn, yeah. like, if this is how I'm gonna go on living my life, like, when I have all this free time, 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it gets you start to thinking about what you can do and what your place is on this earth and what you want to do with your time here. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of earth, Corona has also been really good for the earth because no one's outside polluting and stuff <laughs> as much. Like, a lot of green spaces are growing back and mother mother nature whatever her name is mother earth i guess (laughs) (laughs) whatever her name is yeah whatever her name is like she's really thriving um thanks to miss rona also your relationship with nature i definitely know that i've been going out on more nature walks oh i don't be going out but (laughs) i need to it's just Um, you it's another level of connectedness yeah your space and your environment i've seen a lot of people going on hikes a lot more and that's honestly so nice because the people who have been going on hikes, like I've never like imagined, like I would never imagine them to do something like that. And yeah. To be in touch with nature, but now that they are, I'm like, wow, that's so nice. Must be nice outside. Meanwhile, I'm like in my stuck room. Stuck in- <laughs> oh, my phone. <laughs> Watching you be with nature. I know. It kind of it kind of reminds me also with like how it, in this time we've been like leaning to what's it called social media mm-hmm. to like fill this void and yeah. my brother he deleted all forms of social media i want to delete mine too I really in the beginning of, it. of quarantine and he's like best decision i've ever made in my life and i was like damn so strong will was like <laughs> because like at least from my end i don't know about you kim like it's not just about like entertainment it's like the way i literally communicate with people because Same. I told you I told you how my phone like my contact list got like fucked up that one time yeah and so I like talked to people so DMing them and so oh. to like delete my social media I mean obviously I can ask for their number but I'm not about to go to everyone be like hey can I get your number again like yeah uh but again that's looking an excuse I feel like you should I also definitely... try to take a time away from that as well yeah, I know. I remember, like, in the past, like, in high school, like, I would definitely took a break for a while from social media. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I've, dismiss- I, I've distanced myself from, like, Snapchat and kind of Instagram. Like, I can get on and get off is what I mean by yeah. distancing. Like, I can get off without being like, oh, my God, I want to get back on. Um, the only thing I'm really, like, addicted to is TikTok because that's just, like, <laughs> endless swiping. But I really do want to delete Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. and all that stuff just because of, like, kind of toxic things that happen on social media um but also I guess now I'm kind of appreciating it because you know that's kind of where a lot of movements are getting started um news is being spread like I found out about a lot of things on social media before I found out in the news and but period. overall <laughs> I think would you say Kim now is a good time to do things you never thought you had time for a lot mm-hmm. of good can come from this bad situation. And mm-hmm. with that, I think we're going to conclude this second episode of Staying Grounded. We hope you enjoyed. It's a little less intense, I think, from the yeah. first one. We apologize for the length of the first episode. But hopefully it's still interesting. This one should be hopefully shorter and still interesting, you know. A couple <laughs> tangents, but worth yeah. it, question mark. Yeah, you guys should definitely give us some feedback on these if you listen. <laughs> um, again, fact check us, do your own research. We will attempt, well, not attempt, we will give you our sources of information. And so, yeah, we'll see you next time. New episode every Sunday. So, with that, farewell. Ciao. Right. Adios. <laughs> yeah.
Arrivederci. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Staying